The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. hello and welcome to the NXT cast I'm your host Don DeLorente I'm joined by my co-host Miss Simi how are you Miss Simi Doing alright. How are you? I'm doing well, Miss Simi. Um, we've had a tough night, tough 24 hours in the world yeah. of wrestling. We've suffered mm-hmm. losses, legends, and two different generations. First, it was Terry mm-hmm. Funk. Yeah. And then uh, followed by Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah. So. It's just unfortunate, 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 unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so sad to someone so young and promising and just full of life and such a good person by all accounts. To be right. And taken away. Um, basically, complications from COVID, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. COVID. Um, he had some underlying heart issues, I guess, that COVID brought to the forefront so he was out legitimately for that basically sounds very similar to what happened to what Keith Lee was going through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keith Lee was sick and we were hearing some not so good news about Keith Lee and it was some moments there where it was like hey touch and go for Keith Lee you know and um, so he was doing better but uh, reports are that he suffered a heart attack and mm-hmm. why that's passed away at 36 years old so yeah it's uh it's really sad and it's just a shock and just like wild to think about but hopefully this show will bring you you know a yes yes <laughs> hopefully me and miss simi can um can uplift your spirits and kind of be a little bit of uh you know, reprieve from just the heaviness that's been going on in wrestling here over the last uh, few hours uh, since the yeah. group. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I think people were kind of ready to celebrate Terry Funk just for the things that he had accomplished. He's such a legend, had such a long career, and you know, that was more of a celebratory type thing for him, but this Bray Wyatt thing is just so sad. And yeah. Just, uh, just, just hard to wrap your it's hard to wrap your mind around it because you, mm-hmm. you you see these guys and they work out and they wrestle and you know they're in very good shape. I, I could. Mm-hmm. Wrestle in a wrestling ring for 20 minutes the way that they do every night. Right. And you think that 
their health is pretty good, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. most people who are athletic, you figure, you know, things like heart attack don't really fail athletes. Right. People who are that active in this way, but um, just another thing, man, where this COVID thing is is for real and it's got Mm -hmm. consequences that you know, or yeah. lasting. So, mm-hmm. you can get at anybody. Yeah. So it's just like you have to be careful, and it's just, it's still like doesn't kind of still doesn't feel real. Like I'm just like looking on the Twitter timeline, and it's all like these pictures and all this RIP, and like it's real, but it doesn't feel it, and it's just like ah, oh. it's just ah, oh, just really sad. Because we don't that. know these people, but we do know these mm-hmm. people. You know, we know right. we know Bray Wyatt. We don't know Wyndham, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. For us, we're voiding. We're filling the void of this person who has taken us through all these ups and downs and, and mm-hmm. rides with these characters, and you know, we've gone on the journeys and hope for the better bookend and you know, all the stops and starts and all that. So we have that connection to the person who shows up on our television screen yeah. every week, multiple times a week, right? Mm-hmm. But then when things like this happen, then you start to learn about Wyndham Rotunda, right? Yeah. The guy who had time for everybody backstage, the guy who mm-hmm. uh, was Karen and everybody's kids that was their favorite wrestler to go hang see when they were backstage and all the women wrestlers talking about how nice and kind he was and Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying then you you begin to understand that part of it and that's what really makes it so sad yeah it's just oh just really oh it's just so sad it's just so sad right right so Tim Bell salute for Terry Funk and the Tim Bell yes. salute for Bray Wyatt. Yes. So this was a special edition of NXT. It's the end of the summer. It's the Heat Wave 2023 edition. So we start out the opening sequence with Tony D and Stax in the pool. They lounging. Since they had their title match last week, they can sit back and enjoy the, the pool and all the festive things that go about and around the pool. Mm-hmm. Big Ange comes in with some of her friends to join in, and the guys think the more the merrier. So they preview uh, the rest of the matches. Stax gets a little bit distracted, and they all have a big <laughs> toast to uh, signify the beginning of Heat Wave 2023. It was very Mob Wives. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that accent. Ooh, that accent was very Mob Wives. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> so, we start off mm-hmm. in a rip roaring fashion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Mad Dragon, mm-hmm. Ilya Dragunov, taking on Trick Williams. Did you have your your robe, your choir robe? I was ready. I was ready. I had my choir robe in spirit. I was. I was ready. <laughs> I sing with that trick in my alto voice. I was ready. Did you tune in with the the, the Trick Williams uh, NXT choir? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alto, that's me. 
you heard me in the low harmonies, that was me. So Trip Williams catches, catches Dragon off with a super rock bottom off the ropes for a two count. And Dragon off hits a knee, and then he hits a power bomb, and the crowd is really into it. He hits the uh, the like jumping forearm to the face, gets a two count, then he goes up top from the middle rope and does it again and pins Trick Williams one, two, three. I'll stand for my mans. I wanted my boy to win, but I know it was going to happen. This was a good match. This was a really good match. Trick Williams, man, he's on his way. He's on his way. He hung with my angry little man, and this was a very, very good match. Very much enjoyed it. I was into the story. There were many points where I was just like, he's going to do it, and then he didn't do it. But what a good time. And those cheers for that, the cheers from the crowd. I said, yes. This is one of those times where it takes me back to the original NXT. Mm -hmm. Where the crowd was like a really big part of the show. Yes. Like in in this version in Full Sail, it's not as much as it was in the original performance in the NXT. But this felt like one of those original NXT crowds with how much they were into the match and how much they were adding to the match with the the singing and everything. It's more like almost like a soccer match with mm-hmm. the way that they were, you know, singing and, and cheering for Trick. It was a great time. It was a great time. He's got something. He's got charisma. He's got the size. He's got enough talent at this early stage where you knew he couldn't beat Dragunov but like you said he proved he could hang with him and at this point Mm -hmm. in his career that's just as good as winning yeah you know what I'm saying like he showed that people some things yeah it wasn't like okay here's your first big chance like I feel like they've done this with Titus a lot. Like, okay, Titus, mm-hmm. here we go. We're going to put you up in here against, like, somebody that is maybe a little bit above where you are. But mm-hmm. let's just see if you can hang with him. And then he doesn't really have that great of a match. And then it's like, okay, well, you had your yeah. chance. And now you, we, gotta, we, can't, we can't get you to where we want you to be because you can't hang with the people we need you to hang with. Mm-hmm. Trick Williams definitely um, did that here with Dragon Off. So, shout out to Jupiter Julep. Um, I hope you got a chance to to see this and enjoyed this, and um, and and I will give your boy his props. He definitely, uh, definitely shined in that match. Tyler, it was great. Tyler B, <laughs> he's trying to recover from. Dabo Kato beating him up last week when Nathan Frazier comes in. Tyler Bate is ready to see Nathan Frazier show that he is the true Heritage Cup champion. But Frazier would like for him to be his second in his corner tonight because, of course, he knows that the other three members of the metaphor are going to be in Norm Dora's mm-hmm. corner. So, yes, Tyler Bate says that uh, he will agree to it if he gets the first title shot uh, at the Cup after Norm Dora is defeated. And, of course, Nathan Frazier agrees. This was funny. Like, when Tyler Bay was just talking to Nathan Frazier with his eyes closed, and Nathan looked like, how the fuck do you know I'm here? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hilarious. 
I enjoyed Zen quite a bit. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Dominic Mysterio and Rhea are warming up for their mixed tag team uh, match tonight when Mustafa Ali comes in. Ali says he can't wait for Dominic to be gone so the North American title can be free. But then Rhea Ripley threatens with violence if Ali isn't gone in 10 seconds. Ali's like, 10 seconds, huh? Sounds like something you guys are used to. He walks off. Very rude. <laughs> Very rude, Mustafa. We got Ava, No More Rain, versus Ivy Nile. The schism is here with Ava, who sends her into the corner for a running splash to start. A scorpion kick puts Ivy Nile down again, but a slam attempt is countered into the diamond chain lock, and Ava taps out immediately. Mm-hmm. That was a quick tap out. You saw this, right? Yeah. Very, very quickly. I was like, damn. Is Ava Rain that much bigger than Ivy Nile? Or is Ivy Nile that much smaller than Ava Rain? It's both. I don't know what the visual was there. I couldn't decide what I was seeing. I think... Like, damn. Well, maybe because I've only seen Ava standing up against the schism. So she Mm -hmm. looks like a normal-sized woman. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But then I saw her up against standing in the ring with Ivan. And I was like, good Lord, she's huge. <laughs> it's like she's tall. And Ivy is just real little. Huh? Ivy's also real little. Right. So that's what I was trying to wrestle with. Like, like I, I understand the perspective of Ivy Nile being real small, but I guess I never really got the perspective of Ava Ray being that much bigger. Of a woman mm-hmm. than some of these other girls on the roster because she's always interacting with the guys so you know yeah. of course she looks small yeah. but it's that, like Rita Aguilar. like you don't ever see her like with other like girls right so she's like has like that Nia Jax Tamina like just like a big girl yeah but I now is also like real little <laughs> so right. it's like uh a mixture of both of them are like Ivy is like tinier than your average woman and then Ava Rain is like way like taller than like your average woman so that together it's like well here we go <laughs> right right it was just it, you know it was just it just jarred me I was just like mm-hmm. wow Ava Rain is a really tall woman like whoa mm-hmm. So, yeah, so this was like a two-minute match. But the offense that she did get, Ava did look pretty good. That scorpion kick was impressive. Yeah, that's why I was surprised it wasn't longer. Because, like, it didn't seem like, you know, either of them was, like, so unprepared to be in a ring. So I was, was, like, disappointed that it was only, like, a really short match. Mm. I was, like, waiting for more. So, um, after the match, mass schism members, they come after Ivy now one by one, and she's like dispatching them with slams and various kicks and things. Uh, she fights them off until uh, they're finally able to drag Ava out of the ring. So, Ava was out here smiling like she did something. I'm like, you just tapped out immediately. Why are you smiling? 
So more to come on that a little later. A banged uh-huh. up Ilya Dragunov comes in to see Wesley, saying he is next up for the NXT title. Wesley says he'll be champion at the end of the night, dog, and he'll face Dragon Dragunov after he wins the title. I thought they was get, about to get the scrapping right then. You know how Wesley is. Yeah, I was absolutely right. I was just like, you have a match. You can't be fighting right now. <laughs> Heritage Cup. Noam Dar versus Nathan Frazier. Noam Dar gets back the Heritage Cup from Nathan Frazier with the Nova Roller in the sixth round of their matchup. A little help from uh, the metaphor thrown in there as well. Uh, Davicato came in and choke slammed Tyler Bate on the uh, apron in between, I think, the first and second round or the second and third round. So mm-hmm. Tyler Bate was uh, no factor after that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, I have two words for you. Last mm-hmm. legend. Good Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have she one more word. What, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> she be doing what Charlotte be wanting to do in them bodysuits. Mm-hmm. She has a body for those body suits. Yeah, she do. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Again, the entrance, they look like Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it. It was great. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this Heritage Cup thing. Once I got over my confusion about what was happening, <laughs> I really enjoyed <laughs> even, even Menza helped out this time. Yes, look at you, Menza. He did great. He didn't. He wasn't just eye candy. <laughs> he contributed. It contributed well. It's a. It's just a little something different mm-hmm. on the show, you know. It's, yeah. It's not quite the cruiserweight title, but it's something for that style of wrestler to fight for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something. It gives people like things to do as well. Because like, gives us like nice fresh up matches. Because, like, it's, it, like, you can't, because really, in essence, like, all the Cruiserweight and all the Cruiserweight guys and all the mid-card guys are all, in a sense, buying for the North American title, right? Yeah. You can't have, but, you know what I'm saying, there's only one belt and you can only have, you know, so many people in a match, right? Mm-hmm. So the Heritage Cup kind of gives it a way where you know, so you can kind of split that thing up evenly, where we can like have half yeah. of y'all for the Heritage Cup and half of y'all for the North American title, and then if mm-hmm. we need to, we can just kind of mix and match all between the two of them. So. Yeah, so it like helps. Yeah, I wish they would do that for the women. Then took away our fucking NXT belts. <sighs> yeah. And don't look like they're trying to like bring them back because they haven't been in a rush to make any women's tag teams or anything no. like that. So, Ugh, I'm annoyed. And then, uh, on a side note, because you haven't heard this, Uh-oh. Sam, did you watch Monday Night Raw? You saw what happened to Little Team Sunshine. Yeah. Okay. Sam says Samantha Irvin is the one doing the booking because you notice all the bad shit is happening to Katana. Uh, <laughs> oh, because of Ricochet. 
see, I saw that tweet. I didn't get it, so I didn't want to look stupid. So I didn't ask and I didn't question it. <laughs> I get it. Now. Damn. Wow, Samuel. <laughs> well, at least she has solidarity with the black girl. That's, that's well, I'm sorry. Other half of 2K, but. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so um, Noam Dar has the real heritage cut back in his possession. Yay! Loved it. All right, again. Uh, Ava says, Ivy now tried to hurt her, but she couldn't do it. And if she (laughs) wants to try again, just come give it a shot. (laughs) She made you tap out, babes. She made you tap out. That's the reason why she said she ain't hurt, because she didn't give her a chance to. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, guys. It's like, okay, Ava, whatever makes you feel better. (laughs) Tiffany Stratton, she does an Emory promo where she claims she's the best NXT Women's Champion ever and mentions being a better champion than a whole list of other NXT champions, including Becky Lynch. (laughs) Uh, Only problem is uh, Becky Lynch never won the NXT Women's title. Um, But that was, that's just for us smart fans, right? We know that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's when Gigi, Kiana James, Blair Davenport, and eventually Roxy all come out one by one to state their claim to the title. Uh, Roxy comes in and it's like, hey, Blair. And then <laughs> she's like, hey, Tiffany, I got something I want to tell you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. I say, let's go, Rox, Rox. And then she sparked the brawl. Uh, and Tiffany kind of eventually slid out of the rain while all the other girls fought. She is. She laughed and then she eased right on out and was like, "Bye." <laughs> I avoid another fight. Uh, I thought Roxanne was gonna hit Blair Davenport, or her, I thought she was uh-huh. gonna hit Blair Davenport, and I was gonna say, "Oh, see another." Another idea taken from mm-hmm. cast, but see, nope. how they, see how they twisted up just enough. Mm-hmm. It was your same idea, right? Roxanne mm-hmm. come out there and just off principle hit somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. It was Davenport. It was Tiffany Stratton. <sighs> They're was, lucky that I also like this. They're lucky. It's what you said, but just a mm-hmm. little different, just different enough where it wasn't what you said. Mm. I see what you're doing, creative. <laughs> um, Gigi and Kiana did really good on the mic. Like, I don't have... I uh-huh. know Blair Davenport can handle the mic, and Roxy's uh-huh. stepped up a lot. Kiana uh-huh. and Gigi, though, definitely Kiana's been kind of hit and miss, but she did really yeah. good this time. Yeah, she did. I think she's, um, like, getting a little bit more comfortable on it. I think she's fine with, like, um, in, like, the pre-tape segments or even in, like, the backstage ones but when it comes to just like addressing the crowd especially if they're like booing or whatever it can it can be overwhelming but i think she's getting like better at it practice makes perfect yeah uh that's kind of what jim Cornette was saying he was like um in his first year you know he was like he wasn't making no money he was he, Uh he went through like a month and like mm-hmm. his first month in wrestling or whatever, and he was making like fifty dollars mm-hmm. a night. But he was like, what? but he was like, I was out there. I think he said twenty eight nights out of thirty. It was like August, so he was like, Dang. I was booked twenty eight days out of thirty one. And then he was like, on 
four days I worked doubles. So like on Saturday and Sunday he'd work twice. Mm-hmm. He did two shows. So he was like that's like forty he was like that's almost forty matches worth of experience. My first month in the business, I'm working with um Adrian Street and and um Bill Dundee and all these people, right? It's like it's just valuable experience. He's like, I'm not making any money, but I'm learning like something new every night, every day, every night, every day, every night, every day. And he's like, and that's kind of what the difference is now. It's like they don't wrestle enough. They wrestle yeah. like the young, like if you're in AEW, you wrestle like once a week on TV, mm-hmm. and you may wrestle in some other promotions. But he's like, but you're not getting, you're not learning from anybody who's better than you or older than you. Yeah experienced in you and then so he was like so that's kind of like what is missing in wrestling now is that guys can do a lot of moves and they can do a lot of spectacular things but they don't have enough experienced people to tell them like oh don't you don't have to do this dive every night just save Mm -hmm. it and make it mean something show it one time every night you're right like you don't have to do the 450 every night, but mm-hmm. you can pull it off in a big spot or a big match or, you know, show people you can do it, but you don't have to always do it. Yeah. Like, that's what I appreciate about, like, the newer NXT is that they're, like, letting people, like, like, having, like, a Trick Williams battle, like, a dragon off is really good for him. Like, you know that Trick isn't going to win, but he's going to get that experience. And, like, he can really show some stuff. Like, I love black and gold. I love, 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 love black and gold. But I think one of the things that was, like, kind of, like, um, like a disadvantage was, like, for the newer wrestlers. Because it was just, like, all indie, indie, indie wrestlers who had, like, 10, 15 years plus of experience. Mm-hmm. So that when they came there, it was just, like, oh, it was just, like, five-star matches all the time. So, like, the like the more green wrestlers, a lot of them didn't get the chance to really grow as much mm-hmm. because, like, they were focused on, like, the Adam Coles and the Johnny Garganos and all that stuff. And while, you know, I love them, absolutely, but, like, they already had that experience under their belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, like the music industry now. They expect you to just be, like, a viral TikTok sensation and to have it all together before they sign you. It's like, but do you understand what artist development is? No? Okay. <laughs> so, like, so, yeah. So, I like that, like, sure, you can tell that, sure, they might be struggling at first, but they have the potential. And, like, you know that it as they get more comfortable, either on the mic or in the ring, that it'll get better. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciate about this new NXT, that it's a good mix so we got Charlie Dempsey and Damon Kent training when Miles Bourne comes in to talk to Drew Gulak Bourne says he's finished his chores and that's when Charlie Dempsey comes in from behind and chokes him out despite Bourne tapping Gulak says Bourne needs to work harder I you have to let me breathe though in order for me to work let me up <laughs> they give what happened to the giving this man the blues he's gonna eventually be good as shit cause he's tired of taking his shit He's gonna choke them out. Like he's gonna be like Drew Gulak. Oh, he's gonna like find one of his old pointers from his like PowerPoint thing. He's gonna hit them with it. He's gonna do it. He he brings them that water instead of giving. He's gonna crack him over the head with it because he's over it. 
So we come back to Ava. She's still waiting on Ivy now. That's when Ivy now arrives with Ava telling the masked men to take her out. Well, those masked men unmask. Yeah. Who do you think it is, Miss Simi? Is it the, the football men that were here before? <laughs> <laughs> it's none other than the Creeds. Shocker, gasp, appalled. <laughs> Complete surprise. <laughs> they say if the schism want Ava back, and the dyad has to face them next week in the steel cage. And Let's go. Win, they're officially reinstated back into NXT. Love it. You better get. I said, all right, kidnapping. <laughs> all right, let's go. I knew it was the Creed as soon as when she was talking. You saw Julius's eyes just go back and forth. I said, I know that person. <laughs> I'm like, I know those shoulders. That's my favorite diamond. There he is. There he is. I. Lo- they are so funny. Even in the background, their eyes were just going back and forth. Like, ooh, girl, you're talking a lot of shit. You don't regret it. So that was fun. As soon as like um, she got pulled put over that shoulder, I was like, mm, that's a creed. I said, ooh, that's a creed, and that's the other one. I know it. She's smiling. I'm like, ooh, she getting kidnapped, and she don't even know. Love this angle. This was funny. I love a little ransom moment. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just uh, the new. Uh, they just had a new movie trailer for fucking Liam Liam Neeson movie, and I was like, "Dang, talk about getting typecast!" Jesus Christ! This man was in Star Wars once. Well, now he's just the old man who has to get his daughter unkidnapped. His right. daughter's always been kidnapped. Right. <laughs> That's something. Put an ankle monitor on her. Damn. Oh, are you cool, Winslow? <laughs> Jesus. Doesn't know how to protect your daughter. You have a particular set of skills. None of them equal protect my daughter from getting kidnapped every two to, two to three months. <laughs> Focus. It's like, man, Liam Neeson about 70 years old, man. Can't y'all let this man just, like, talk and emote? Does no. he have to be out here jumping cars off of bridges and shit, chasing people? Yeah. Old man action films. They said yes. <laughs> the blacks have Denzel with the equalizer. We must have Lena Nisa. But see, like, at least Denzel is doing, like, you know, close quarters combat. You know, he's, like, using pressure points and nerve holes <laughs> and shit. So it's not really as physical as what the shit Liam Neeson be doing. No. Liam Neeson said no. I would like to run on top of a Corvette and then do a 450 splash on concrete. Thanks. That's what I want. <laughs> if I could turn myself into a plane, I would do it. Right. You know, like, you know, um, uh, Denzel Washington's out here, you know, fucking up joints, ligaments, like, you know, mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler and Pete Dunn. Yes. You know, you ain't got to do a lot, right. you know, when you're crippling people, you know? Mm-hmm. And at least Denzel, like, sprinkles in, a, a like, a Shakespeare play here or two. He's like, you know, I'm going to give you Equalizer, but then I'm also going to be Macbeth. <laughs> I'm also going to do Fences. Liam Neeson said, no, kidnap my daughter, let me save her, or that's all I'm doing. <laughs> I will do nothing else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the metaphor, the celebrate Noam Dar's win, when he is presented with a letter from the Heritage Cup Committee. He says, next week, a number one contenders tournament begins to find his new challenger for No Mercy. All Noam Dar 
Lamar hears is he isn't defending the cup for five weeks, so he's exactly. taking to California to go on vacation. That's right. That's <laughs> that's motherfucking right. Exactly. All I hear is, oh, I get to relax for five weeks. Awesome. No, Bye. No, I'm Dar. It, it has really been hanging around the black folks. He, underst- <laughs> he understands. He said leisure. That's what I would want. I want. Oh, what? That mean they ain't got to come to work for how many weeks? Five weeks. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's right. That's 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 work. That's what. <laughs> he said, "Look at God. Let's go." Exactly. We got the Judgment Day in the form of Dom and Mommy, Rhea Ripley taking on Lyra, Valkyria, and Dragon Lee. Dominic misses a 619 and gets planted with a set-out powerbomb for a two-count. Valkyria's Hurricane Rana off the apron is pulled out of the air. But here comes Raquel Rodriguez to go after Rhea Ripley. The distraction lets Dragon Lee hit a flipping reverse DDT onto Dominic for the pin and the win. Damn it back. She ruined everything. Yeah, they're building up this Raquel and, and Rhea match. Now they've got it where she's coming over here to NXT getting involved. So maybe that's, the, I think that's the, maybe that's the probably Survivor Series match because I don't think, well, maybe Payback. Maybe Raquel will be healed in time for them to do Payback. Oh, how far away is Payback? Next weekend. Oh, then, then I would save it. I think they should build it up a little bit more. Okay. Because it's probably like, yeah, just like build it up a little bit more. Have like Raquel do like a couple more interference, and for you to be like enough. And <laughs> whatever next ble is coming, you and me, sister cuffs. So probably. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. They have a backstage reunion and everything's still all good. It better be. <laughs> I don't like, I feel like they're setting up for it, for it, something. And I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They had a little bit too much lingering <laughs> on that, on that NXT championship pass. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not yet. No. They have to be in the hurt business together for a little while. I need to see Street Profits and Trip and Carmelo interact and do things together more before you try to break this shit out. We've got Tiffany Stratton. She says she's gotten all the mentions. And no, <laughs> Becky Lynch was never NXT Women's Champion. As for the other four, they're in a four-way match for a future title shot. So... Um, <laughs> So then we look back at Thea Hill losing the last two weeks due to Andre Chase's mistakes. Thea rants about how Chase cost her when JC Jane came in to say that Hale has improved a lot in the last year. Jane talks about how everyone has been let down before, but people like them always get through it. I said, hmm, what's happening here? A little pep talk from the dark side. I said, oh, interesting. Very interesting. I said, well, are we going to try to to be, what are we doing? What are we going to do? Because I thought maybe they're just going to, they're clearly building for like the break away from like um, Chase U. Right. But I was like, are they going to, this is maybe going to be more healed than we thought? Because like, 
at first I was like, okay, she's just going to be fed up and maybe they're just going to have to like, I don't know, try to get her back. But maybe it's going to be like, try to pull her back from the dark side. Well, you said she was going to go with Gulak and Bensi and them and that, how much darker can you get? I mean, that's true. That's true. They don't respect tapping out, so you know what? (laughs) (laughs) So, this is it. Did you fast forward through this or did you keep it playing when Von Wagner took on Baron Corbin? Uh, I fast forward. Corbin jumps him during the entrance and sends Wagner with Mr. Stone into the steps. Wagner gets in a few shots, but is then sent to the steps again and it's time to load up the announcer's table. Stone tries to make the save, allowing Von Wagner to get up only to be speared down by Braun Breaker, no match. Woo! Yay! Silly rabbit, of course I fast forward about it. Of course. So it kind of was like what you predicted last week where they ended up both getting a piece of Braun, Von, Von Wagner. They just didn't double team him like you. Yeah. But yeah, Corbin got some, and then when it looked like Von was about to get the best of Corbin, then Braun came in and cleared him out. Bye. I love that, like, Evil Braun Breaker is clearly supposed to be the heel, but, like, the people hate Von Wagner so much that they just barked along with him. <laughs> <laughs> that gladdens me. Uh, the schism. They said they're down to face the crease as long as they get Ava back. Aww. Um, Based on the interference that cost him a shot at the NXT Championship, Dijak says he is ready to hurt Eddie Thorpe. Please, stop trying to hurt people. <laughs> Evil white markets. <laughs> him, him, him and Mo, he did dragon off. To My God. Oh, 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 I hope you call on all the spirits of your ancestors because this white man is going to go ham. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch, she's watching the show. She sent out a tweet saying that she's never been NXT Women's Champion. Yet. Oh. Oh. I say. Oh. Re- now, see, that makes me think like it wasn't by accident that she said her name. Maybe. Or maybe they're just like going with it. Yeah. But usually, it might be. WWE usually doesn't just go with shit, though. They're not. No. The they're, company. no they're not. I mean, but you never know with like HBK and them. They're like, oh, just get, get, just go with it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but maybe, maybe after um, Becky and Trish steal cage match edition, maybe Becky will take a little, a little mosey on down to NXT and be like, so you saying I was never champion kind of gave me the tingles. And I think that maybe I want to be. Mm-hmm. It's real easy. That it takes less to set it up. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty about NXT, really. Yeah. It doesn't really take much for them to set up something with somebody from the main roster, you know? Mm-hmm. It could be a reference. It could be, like, a misspeaking, like this right here. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you got a built-in. That's a, that's the way that um, Carmelo... I'm not Carmelo Hayes. That's the way that Grayson Waller and damn R-Truth ended up wrestling, because Grayson Waller yeah. ended up dropping his name. Mm-hmm. And he showed up, and unfortunately, we haven't seen Archie since because he was trying to do young people things. You can't do young people things, Archie. You're not a young people. NXT <laughs> and got caught up. 
I know. They're still like, Art oh, Chooks, you still got it. You still got it. Do a flip. You shouldn't have did it. You shouldn't have did it. So in the main events, we got Carmelo Hayes, generational talent, versus Miss Simi's nephew, Wesley. Mm-hmm. Outside with Hayes hitting the springboard fadeaway DDT through the announcer's table. Say what? Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> the nothing but net misses back on the inside, though, when Wesley hits the cardiac kick, but Carmelo Hayes rolls to the outside. West did misses a big dive, almost gets counted out, and then he gets back in the ring and Carmelo goes up top, hits nothing but net, and retains the NXT title. Woo! What a time. From the moment that did they did that double kip up, I said, let's freaking go. <laughs> this match was amazing. See, this is how you do flippity doodah shit without it being wild. Like they had wild spots, but they they had enough actually working inside the ring and with both their feet on the ground. And then once you got the outside shenanigans, it was like towards like the climaxes of the match. It was like the real big high points. And they brought us back down. That table freaking spot. I said my word. My word. And the way they were able to like tell the story of like them like being weak and then like Wes barely making it and then him being so tired. It's like, okay, he got he got put in through that table and then they were on the outside doing shenanigans and then he barely made it in and Carmelo took advantage of that immediately to win the match. It wasn't, I'm going to do a 450 splash and then I'm going to do a DDT, but you're going to kick out and then you just get taken by a roll up. No. It was like, it was stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. so that you can see like this injury, um, like contributed to this happening, contributed to this, contributed to this, contributed to that. And then you took advantage of that and then won the match. Story building. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy yeah, time. This was, um, the only thing I'm going to need from Carmelo uh-huh. is, is that he got to figure out how to get his matches to go from eight to ten. Mm-hmm. I feel he puts on eights all the time. Like that's his mm-hmm. average right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he gotta figure out how to go from eight to ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He don't have yeah. he don't have a he don't have a ten on his title resume yet. He's got, mm-hmm. he's got some, some strong nines. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? That next level is getting that 10. Yeah. And I think he's getting there. Yeah, yeah, he's getting there. He's getting there. But he, he just got to figure out maybe he needs to sell a little bit more and come back. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. fight from the bottom a little bit more. Yeah. But it's kind of hard in this match because it's a babyface, babyface match. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really no clear heel. And, and, mm-hmm. the, and neither one of them was working heel. They both work pretty babyface. You know, yeah. there was no part in the match where all of a sudden Wesley got fed up and then just hit him with a right hand out of nowhere after they've been wrestling clean for 15 yeah. minutes, you know? 
So they didn't tell that story. They just told, uh, you know, two athletic guys going up against each other type story. So, uh, but yeah, this is, you know, I don't want to take him for granted. So that's the reason why I'm saying I'd like for him to elevate and take me from an eight to a 10. And that's what I'm looking yeah. for. for the I think it might, be, yeah. it might be with like, um, like the ultra selling. Right. But if he's good at selling. It's just like the, the, um, the baby face fighting from the bottom thing. Like Wesley got that down pat. Cause you kick him and you're like, Oh boy, he's dead. Like, <laughs> Bailey got that down. Like Sasha, when she was a baby face, like that's why you felt it so much when like Bailey beat her down because she like, right. she, she sold it like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> like yeah. Dakota Kai, when she gets it, it's like, oh, Dakota Kai. That's what makes Sammy <laughs> Zane so good. Yes. Like, you can take an ass woman as a baby face. Yeah. So like, I think that's maybe one thing he has to like get more of. And I think he's like getting there, but like, that's like I think maybe that's one of the things that's like stopping because when he does he he has like his big comeback moves which we love but I think if oh you broke up so he has really good um like a comeback move like good baby face moves but if he sold a little bit more on the like he's really really hurt and he's like you know trying to fight through it and then you do the big comeback move I think it'll like maybe sell the emotion a little bit more I, but I yeah I think I think what it is is this the modern wrestling doesn't believe in like tearing it so like yeah. he gets beat down then all of a sudden when he starts to make his comeback he comes all the way back you know yeah instead mm-hmm. of like he starts to come back a little bit and then all of a sudden gets shut down. Uh, oh. So then he's building back up, building back up, building back up. He starts to come back up. He comes back a little bit more. And then just when you think, oh, he gets brought back down a little bit again. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. when he comes back that third time, you know what I'm saying? You've seen him come up once, get back down. seen him come up twice, go back down. Now he's trying it that last time. And now he finally gets over the hump. And then you go into like the full on like yeah. bing 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 bang come back instead of just you know I've been beat down and then all of a sudden now I'm a beat go from getting beat down to come all the way back it's like yeah chop it up a little bit yeah it's like if you look at like Seamus and like Edge hmm. like that was a lot of like Edge coming back a little bit and then Seamus be like side bitch and then him coming out a little bit and then yeah. she be like nope right. or even if you look at like Gunter and like um Chad Gable, even though that was like a straight like heel versus baby face, mm-hmm. but like that match, amazing times, amazing. You know, WWE fans yeah. hate non finishes. I usually I hate non finishes, but god damn it, not that. <laughs> oh, I love that match. Yeah. I'm just worried for Balterium because I feel like they're gonna they're gonna jump Balterium out the group. <laughs> I'm scared for him. Um, what'd you think about um, Cody Rhodes calling JD McDonough Fungo Pop? That was the only time I agreed and I laughed. I said yes. <laughs> sure. Fucking blockhead ass JD McDonough. Exactly. Uh, I, 
I love the part when JD thought he was part of Judgment Day and Rhea had to remind him that no bitch or not. Stay over here. <laughs> this is Judgment Day business. And I said yes. Yeah. Eight minutes of television time, Sami Zayn was just standing in the ring, smiling. Like, dude, yeah. we're on live TV. Say something. Make them stop. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. <laughs> he said TV. <laughs> then, then, he, then he did say something. He said it in French, and then they started chanting even longer and louder. Like, oh, okay. Lord. Well. <laughs> oh, well. Let him have his moment. <laughs> He's in Quebec. Let him have his moment. Yes, that, that was a spectacle, though. And then mm-hmm. he announced Kevin Owens, and the place lost their mind again. Yep. I was, I was the place because I definitely lost my mind. <laughs> definitely lost my mind when I heard that. Dun, 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 I said, ah, "Kevin!" I did. <laughs> Made myself lightheaded and everything. Um, you think? I, I got to figure out what the motivation is behind Xavier Woods and his hair. Um, he wanted to be like with James in the 80s. That's, see? I'm going to try <laughs> to tell Sam and them, I swear he is auditioning for the biopic. <laughs> he just needs to be like, cocaine is a hell of a drug and it'll be fine. <laughs> Either that or the scene on the biopic, one or the other. Yeah, or he, they're about to do a Soul Glow commercial or something, and he's going to be the, one of the models or something. That's like, man. Well, he wouldn't need a dark girl for that. It's like, man, his hair is is crazy right now. <laughs> it's Xavier Woods, so we use it. <laughs> uh, did you see the Shinsuke sit-down promo? Loved it. I said, you better be an evil anime character. I loved it. He gave us his whole evil plan. I said, yes. Yes. The fact that they just like let him speak in Japanese and they're like, y'all are going to read. Okay? Read. And I said, all right, I'm good with it. I said, yes. Yes. Very exciting. Love this. Yeah. Love a good book. And then we actually got to see Seth do like a serious promo for once without yeah. all the. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the Catholic, but this was good. It was a good time. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I do love serious stuff, even though I love menace cackling Seth, but this was real good. I said, yes, let's go. So, yeah, this was actually a pretty, um, pretty good addition to Monday Night Raw this week. I love the Trish promo, too. <laughs> I loved how she first came out, was like bigging up Quebec, and she was just like, psyched. <laughs> I don't care about you. Love that she called them fickle because they were. Literally proved it. Started off, thank you, Trish. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden turned on her. Loved it. I loved it. People were like, she, I don't understand why they're booing her for you. I was like, she just made fun of their like sports team or whatever and said that the city sucks. She's a heel. It's what she's supposed to do. Let it happen. Yeah, there's 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 nothing that'll get a crowd more incensed than making fun of their bad sports team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if the team is good and you make fun of it, it don't hit because you know you shouldn't even go there. But if they bad, right. oh yeah, that's definitely fair game. Like I mean, you talk about the freaking Los Angeles Cucamongas, it's gonna be bad because they're awful. One of the most epic nights ever. 
exactly. It was the night that uh, Elias sat in Seattle and basically told him he understood why the, why, the, why the Supersonics left. Seattle didn't deserve a team. Now, Oklahoma City, on the other hand, Damn. <laughs> and man, Oops. they was booing him, and Kevin Owens was sitting beside him like, oh boy, we need to move this along. <laughs> they were mad? Yeah, they were super mad. He had that. Oops. He had that well, Dom Mysterio heat before we knew what Dom Mysterio heat was. <laughs> well, I don't know if anybody could compare to that. <laughs> I don't know. That's like a special kind of heat. Yeah, that night it was a special kind of heat. Well, it was well, a special kind of heat. Maybe tell your team not to be bad then, and then maybe you wouldn't so bad. But um, let's finish <laughs> put some finishing touches here on the uh, heat wave. <laughs> distractions (laughs) on a little side note there um, (laughs) your thoughts on the heat wave card from top to bottom enjoyed it I thought it was a good show um I wanted more ladies especially with like I like the angle with like the um Ivy Nile and Ava and her being kidnapped and all that stuff I thought that was good but um I was hoping that the match would be longer because I thought they were like doing pretty good. I've been waiting for them to fight. It's like I've been anticipating this so much, and then the match was like so short. And I was like, oh, I was hoping that would be longer than that. Right. So that was unfortunate. Um, and I wanted at least maybe one more women's match as well, like a two-minute women's match. Like they had a good like segment, and so like it was setting up, and I enjoyed the brawler and everything. But I was you know hoping for one. Mm-hmm. But uh, all, all in all, I did very, very much enjoy this card. I thought all the matches were really well placed. I think starting off with um, My Little Man and Trick Williams was a really good thing. It was like, it like set the bar for the show. Like it was energetic. It like gave you story. It was like suspenseful and it was just a really good match. And then ending it with Carmelo and um Wesley obviously is really good. I like that they were also weaving in storylines throughout the whole show. So um, really enjoyed um, Noam Dar versus Nathan Frazier. I thought that was really good. Um, the mixed tag match was also pretty good. I enjoyed it. I hope eventually, though, like I enjoy kind of like the cowardly Dom thing and him being like dirty Dom or whatever. Like I think it's fun and it's funny and it works for the character. But um, eventually, I do want him to just, like, be able to, like, fight more and just, like, show more defense and not have them always rely on, like, Rhea, like, um, saving him. I know. Yeah. I mean, I know that's the gimmick and that's like, kind of like the thing. And I get it. But I think that he is talented enough that, like, we can see him kind of, like, be a little bit more of a credible threat without, like, maybe that's they're, they're going to be building to it, probably. Most likely they're going to be building to like where eventually like Rhea's not going to be able to go out and like help him. And so we're going to have to see what he can do on his own. But I want to see what he can do on his own because I think he like he has it. So, but I did enjoy that match. And again, Falcon Lady, you're doing better. So I guess, I guess I get it now. But um, it was a very good show. I enjoyed it. Favorite match was um, the main event. But I enjoyed every match on the card. I liked it. I liked Evil Braun Breakers being Von Wagner. That was fun for me personally. 
So good show. Very much enjoyed it. I'm excited about the storylines they're building into, and I like the closing out of some of the storylines that they did. So good times. Yeah, I thought this was a very good edition of NXT. I love when they do these little specials, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of supplement uh, uh, having a big title match and making it feel big and not have, yeah. have to be a PLE. I wish they would do little special editions of Monday Night Raw like that or SmackDown yeah. where they have like a, a themed episode of SmackDown or something with a kind of name attached mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah. Give me Sunday Night Heat again. Yeah, something Saturday night's main event or Friday night's main event or something. Yeah, just something to kind of make it feel a little bit different than what we normally get from every week to week to week, you know? So, yeah, with these heat waves and great American bashes, it kind of, you know, adds a little something different to the regular shows that we get every week. Um, I I did like the advancement with Ava and Ivy and the Nile, uh, Ivy Nile and Creeds and Schism getting to Mm -hmm. this cage match. So that should be fun. Um, Yeah. Trick Williams, definitely. um, I know I give him a hard time on here, but it's all fun and shtick. He definitely uh, has a bright future. And like I said last week, if anything, he can always rely on his talking ability to go far in WWE. Uh, But he definitely proved that he's got some air ring to go with that too so there's no telling where he could end up if he keeps improving and gets better and better every, every um, you know week and every year he gets a chance to wrestle hopefully they give him more match- matches and chances to get better um, uh-huh. like the mixed tag match um, like you said Lyra and Dragon Lee getting the win that was what's best for business because they're going to be in NXT uh, for quite a so need to build them up and judgment day it doesn't hurt them because they can still come in and talk shit Dom still got the belt so yeah um, metaphor definitely a highlight always uh, seeing Noam Dar recapture his heritage cup that was fun um, mm-hmm. their interaction is fantastic love their chemistry uh, love the Tiffany Stratton segment been a while since she had been on television so to see her and then the interaction with the new four contenders uh, was really good. Uh, like how they set that segment up. And then, um, you know, Tyler Bate trying to um, figure out what's going to happen. He got to wrestle Dabakato. Good yeah. luck to poor Tyler Bate. Oh, man. Why would they do that to him? I don't know. Um, I thought we was going to get another one of those Mustafa um, vignettes, but they actually had him show up in person so mm-hmm. um, that was okay I, I still thought another one of those political ads would have probably been a little bit more effective but it would have been good if he showed up in a suit <laughs> <laughs> uh, well those were our thoughts on NXT Heatwave 2023 and a little bit of Monday Night Raw as well I always get a little bit extra here on the NXT cast. So at this point, Ms. Simi, I'm going to turn it over to you, ma'am, for your shout-outs and thank yous. Well, shout-out to you, Don, as always. Shout-out to the CSPN family. Shout-out to the WrestleCast family. Shout-out to the people. We'll pay a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout-out to you guys in the hashtag. I love reading your commentary. And just pray for me so I can get good uh, WrestleMania tickets that don't cost me six thousand dollars. 
like, oh, come on, you got it. You saw Beyonce twice. That didn't cost me six thousand dollars. <laughs> it cost me like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> These hoes need to take afterpay something. God damn. <laughs> so much fucking money. I just want to see fighting live. Oh boy. <sighs> Stressed me out. That was good. I thought, I thought I'd give you a, a hard time on that one. But yeah, <laughs> I, I heard that those uh, WrestleMania tickets are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, what are we doing? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you once again, Miss Simi, for joining me here on the NXT cast. Thank you to everybody who joins and listens through the CSPN or through any of the podcast apps. You can rate and review us through iTunes. Give us five stars. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio, all the usual suspects. Just do a search for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN and subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. Uh, Be sure to check out our preview of All In that takes place this Sunday. We also did a deeper memorandum to Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk on that episode as well. So that's worth a good listen to check that out over on the dark match. Um, be sure to use the hashtag all elite cast this week. If you, uh, this Sunday, if you are going to be watching all in at 1 PM on Sunday, uh, we'll be live tweeting and doing our thing for that event. You can also catch us every Tuesday night live tweeting NXT by using the hashtag NXTCast. So please share your commentary with color with us every Tuesday night. Also, join the Patreon page. Become a patron. Get the extra content by paying the five. You'll hear me and Miss Simi talk about AEW Dynamite each and every week. You'll also hear our pre-show conversations before we record the Rawcast and WrestleCast as well. So get the extra content by paying the five over on the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. Also, check out our sponsors. Um click on the top of the page that says keep our podcast free Uh, click on any of our sponsors support our sponsors by buying something through cspn.us and some of your purchase will come back to help keep the podcast free of charge each and every week so for my co-host Ms. Simi I'm your host Don DeLorente and this has been the NXT cast please stay tuned for the parting promo Bye. See you in the hashtag. I got something to say. There are several different types of men in this world. There are men who dream and never make it off their couch. There are men who dream and fail. And then there are men who dream and change the landscape of this world. People like Bray Wyatt. But what about you, man? That's what I want to know. Aren't you tired of feeling unwanted? Aren't you tired of feeling like an outcast and being stepped upon? Well, then today is your day. Because today is the day that Bray Wyatt decided he was going to change everything. Today is the day that hell froze. 
today is the day that pigs fly. Today, me and my people looked at fear right in the eye and we said, Mr. Fear, sir, you are a liar. Today, I want you to go and I want you to tell all these so-called world leaders that they better heed my warning. Take notice to Bray Wyatt. Because today is the day that Bray Wyatt decided to bring down the machine. Say goodbye to an XT. For now. But if, if you need me, I ain't hard to find. All you gotta do is go look up in the sky and follow the buzzer. Oh, wait, 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 one more thing. Turn.